What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K2 Podcast. Uh, got a great episode prepared for you guys tonight. I'm your host, Kevin Kirby, my brother Jamie here. And then also we have our artificial intelligence on the call, Harvey. Harvey 2.0's presence is with you. Awesome. So we got everybody in the call here. And uh, so we got a great show lined up for you. And today is actually, what, uh, Martin Luther King Day. That it is. So I'm going to start the day off with a quote from Martin Luther King. And I thought this was a great quote. Uh, It says, our scientific power has outrun our spiritual power. We have guided missiles and misguided men. And I think that's a big statement for where the men are, not only just the, just the overall population, I think, feels very right. misguided. A general statement. Exactly. I think right. everybody's kind of misguided at this point. It just kind of says, you know, as people, in general, we tend to be rather gung-ho, you know, whether it be a mental thought or, you know, actions proven through rage, you know, it's just like you said, misguided people are just like so where do you think a lot of that misguided people come from the politicians or i mean that's kind of a vague question because that could be any easily said the way you're raised the people you surround yourself with i mean television music i mean everything influences you like our leaders of the country set a precedence yeah yeah your family plays a huge role they do but think as a as an adult you know, if say 25 and up, for instance, 25 and up. Yeah, sure. Because you start to pay more attention to politics as you grow older. It's more it's more important to you to know certain statues and so forth that are pushed out into the public, you know, rules, regulations, laws, whatever. But as a teenager and stuff, I, does it really affect you that much? Probably not. It doesn't really matter to you. Your only option right now is having a good time. You're in high school. Get your license. Hang out with your friends. Like, it's not that big deal. Only thing now is COVID. You know, that's the only yeah. difference. But. I hear you. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but my, my the, that's not exactly who we're talking about, in my opinion. That's not who we're, the audience is, is teens. We're not. No, not I, I'm not saying the audience is, but just people in general. But in, adults? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, obviously, politicians play a part. Well, well, the reason why is because you see what I'm seeing, Rob, why I even bring this up is what I'm seeing right now is a lot of people who feel and this could go back to the when Trump was running. There's going, we're going back. I feel slowly to uh, unrepresented population in the country. There's a certain group of various people in right. the country that feel unrepresented in this country. And you saw a little bit of with Trump. I think some people felt that they had. Um, that they were, they felt that they were represented, and you started to see this throughout all of a lot of the Republican side. A lot of people uh, that were considered conservative say, "Oh, this guy really cares about us." You know, this, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell's my bud. He's out there fighting, and then you see him freaking rejecting the coronavirus package and right. all of this stuff. Like more so the stimulus, not the package. Well, yeah, but the stimulus. Obviously, yeah. he had to vote and, against you know, people the whole are like, thing, "Hey, but... this is the American people," and then so. I guess that's just one issue, but you see a lot of this with Republicans. People say, oh, yeah, they're really fighting for my rights. They really care about right. you. But do they really care about you is the thing. And I feel like we're getting to a point now where a lot of this is starting, whether you're Democrat or Republican, 
these people are basically one and the same because they fight uh, like on TV or across the aisle. They're fighting each other, you know, in, in, in hearings and all of this stuff. But I best assure you, after the hearing's over, they're going to the, the steakhouse, Morton's Steakhouse, <laughs> having a steak, Good old touching wine stash. glasses. They're pals. They're one and the same. They're, they're no different from each other. Each the oppo- right. They're opposing parties, but ultimately they're, they're about the same. Like, so let me put it to you like this. So... There's this deer, right? <laughs> All right. All right. There's this deer. The deer the is yeah, deer well, let more let's do it this way. A fake deer, a, a decoy. decoy, a decoy gotcha. deer if you will. You put it out in the field, all right? So you got this fake deer out in the field. <laughs> and this other deer, <laughs> this is pretty funny. <laughs> Excuse me. This other deer comes up and it starts sniffing this decoy. Right. And then it starts kind of itching at it. So he's fooled. He's he's so, fooled well, by the he's, decoy. He's, he's touching it. And he's like, oh, this is like me. This is somebody who represents me. This is also another deer. We see eye to eye. He's right. a deer. I'm a deer. Then he looks a little bit closer, and he touches it, and he realizes it doesn't move. And then he realizes it's not a deer. Right. And what he does is he looks at it. Uh-huh. And he goes, nah. <laughs> oh God, sorry. So but he saw it and freaked out and ran away. <laughs> what, All right, what did he do? So, nah. so he makes a little noise oh, when he realizes it wasn't a real deer, and he runs away. All right, so did, let me ask you this about the story. All well, right. Not even really the story. This is kind of story related. Did you try for the role of sloth? No, I did not try out for the role of sloth. That's a little sure? bit different tone. Can I get too far sidetracked? All right. The story, the reason why I bring that story up is because that's how I feel a lot of these us people look at our politicians. So we see them right. as another one of us. They're human. They're, they're no different than us. I go up to them. I, I feel like they're representing me. It's somebody I can get along with. You know, I'm thinking, hey, this is somebody who is speaking up for me and they're yeah. fighting for me. My vote counts and I should tell them about it. And then I realize that they're a fraud or they're fake or they're not fighting for what I believe in and they're not standing up for those things that I want. Then I do the little noise, the little freak out and run You're away. Mad. And that's where <laughs> our country is at this point. We're, we're running away. These people, it's a, it's a weird example, but that's one way to kind of point out the issues, <coughs> excuse me, the issue that or how to illustrate the point and what else also this decoy does because one thing we didn't bring up in this whole story is right. who's using the decoy i mean obviously somebody had to place it right they Typically didn't just show hunter, up right right so a hunter's using the decoy so what does that that person who said okay or that deer or saw another deer he comes up to what he thinks is a deer and now he's done exposed himself. Right. So these people, to kind of further illustrate the point, is if anybody that goes out there and kind of say, hey, you know, I support this person. Let's say President Trump, per se. I support President Trump. Right. You've now exposed yourself. Let's say Trump's the decoy. That's true. You've now exposed yourself as a Trump supporter, and now your livelihood it could potentially be on the line or whatever. You see a lot of this through... <coughs> 
<coughs> excuse me, some of the censorship stuff that's been going on. They're like, oh, this person believes this certain thing. Right. Censor. You kind of categorize yourself. Exactly. You Now you've been boxed in. Right. And now you not only have you been boxed in, you've exposed yourself. Yeah. And you're, so I guess my message would be. You're a blip be, on a map now. Yeah. You're a blip on the map. You're, you're on radar. Right. And you've exposed yourself because you saw, went after the decoy. And you know they're paying special attention with the, uh, what the inauguration tomorrow. So, or on the 20th. So, you know, they're paying special attention to people that may be very pro-Trump or pro-Trump activists and so forth. Just in general, you, you know, uh, just security measure wise, they're paying very extra close attention to what people are posting and oh, that, that, what I mean, they're doing. But, 24 seven. I mean, so. yes, but I'm saying for those that have, like you said, expose themselves as a blip on the map are, uh, oh, yeah, you absolutely. know, they're, they're just, I'm just saying they're paying extra attention. Oh, you know, certainly. they're not taking, they're not taking no chances. Right. So I don't want to spend too much time on that particular bit. Okay. Right. The, the, the goal is more so that I wanted to kind of convey to everybody exactly, <clears throat> I guess I'm trying to convey to everybody to keep, keep yourself together. Don't expose everything. Um, you know, be patient. Be silent. I guess go back. Was it silent majority? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it pays off. I don't know. Maybe we're getting off on a tangent there. I just thought that was an interesting illustration of what I think we're seeing as a country. And if yeah. you're in fear, because I know there's a lot of people who say, "Man, I'm kind of scared." Like straight up, they just said. But I'm wouldn't scared. there be a second side to that? What? Instead of you seeing it, I mean, I guess it kind of, like you said, like for instance, the like for Trump to be the decoy. You know, it's almost like. The hunter's using it, but he's not just using it as a decoy to kind of get... It's like a bait, in a sense, to get people to expose themselves. It's like... Yeah, but it's that's, but of like, that's it's the like, exact same thing, right? Well, in a way, yes. Because, you, like you said, you're set up to say, like you said, how, uh, you know, you place a decoy, this person's like me, like it yeah. got you to flock to it. Yeah. But, you know... Is that necessarily the intention or was the intention because that person is actually like, you know, in the political sense out to fight for what you believe in, in the same sense, or is it actually just bait? You know, yeah, yeah, no one knows. That's I mean, what I'm that's saying. The, yeah, so you, like, you it can go either way, but really. You can see that when you see the moves that these political leaders, yeah. and I'm not speaking specifically of Trump. I just kind of use that as it an was, illustration. It was but a current these, example. When these, when these, um, these, um, political leaders don't stand up for the people right i mean that's your proof right there yeah you're like i, I support this guy and they don't do it okay so that was the bait you right. took the bait yeah. that wasn't what you're trying to describe so that's just one you know it's just that's just how i feel about it so that's just one expl expl explanation explanation i feel like they're trying to take out just everyday hard-working people and i don't, and when i say take out i don't know exactly what that means i don't know what that i really wish i had a definition when I say take out, I don't necessarily mean cold blood in the street. No, but, but it just cuts people off, period. I mean, I like mean, you maybe, said, censorship. I don't even know. I well, don't censorship know, but it's, it goes out. beyond censorship. Because you know what's worse than just straight up taking somebody out in the street and just pulling the trigger? Erase them? No, you take away their job. You break up their family. Well, that's, yeah, you, erase you, them. You, 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 <laughs> I mean, you basically take – I mean, you're, you're, you're just, just – it's clear silent censorship. Like, they can't provide for their families. You're seeing right. this with the lockdowns. Yeah. And then if you speak out and say, you know, Trump's for opening the country. I want to open the country up. I'll, you know, even if you don't agree with everything, you're like, hey, I just want my job. Then they're like, oh, this guy's a radical extremist. He, he can't work here. We can't have him. Right. You're seeing jobs lay off people who allegedly support Trump. Yeah. You know, they're firing him. 
Yeah. And they're right, especially but the, in Virginia. You know, they can do say, that. It's We're a right, right to work, to work state. Yeah, you they can do, do that. You can literally fire someone so, for yeah, having their two different beliefs. shoes on. You know, yeah, like it don't matter. Or yeah. So they could do that. That's not a protected class. Okay. So if they don't agree with your political beliefs, so they take away your family, they take away your, you know, your right to speak, they kick you off all these platforms. You're basically, I mean, I don't, I almost, some people, I mean, it's, it, I may be exaggerating here, but some people say, well, shit, I'd rather die. You know what I said? I'd rather die. I mean, in some situations, sure. So it's just, it's just interesting. But like I said, we're, it was a I good don't example. Wanna, yeah, I just, I just wanted to kind of bring that, to put that out there in people's head. You be smart, you know, really think about your choices. Uh, again, I will never advocate for violence. I will never advocate for that. I just want to make that very clear. No. Um, that's not something I will advocate Nor is for. it an underlying message. No, no, exactly. <laughs> there is no uh, secret <laughs> hidden but message. one really cool part. <laughs> this is going to be violent. <laughs> so, on today's show, remember we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and it took forever to get here, but it is here, is the Pocky... One chip challenge, the official coffin box. And let me just read you guys the statement here. Um, the, I always like to read the last sentence. So, Jamie, you're going to be eating this chip here. And it says, after touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. So... And the Reaper shows no mercy, Jay. So I hope you're prepared to uh, take a bite out of this chip here a little bit later in the show. But I wanted to cover a couple of stories before that we uh, before we do it. Yep. All right. That sounds awesome. All right. So here we go. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is a little bit of a stocks here. Um, Harvey, do you have any uh, uh, stock uh, stock insights for us? Poshmart is due to IPO soon. All right, so that's informational. Okay. Yeah, straight up. Well, it's funny you bring that up, Harvey. I got Poshmark right here for us. So if you're not familiar with what Poshmark is, you can almost um, what do you call it? Uh, equate it to like eBay or something like that, right? Right. So uh, it's a little bit different. It's a little like eBay. I feel more is um, pretty much finding anything on eBay, whereas Poshmark is more a little bit about um, fashion, clothing, accessories, stuff like that. It's more geared towards that market. Um, but anyway, uh, it's a company that was founded in 2011, if you're not familiar with Poshmark. And the stock actually um, has already uh, IPO, Poshmark has. Um, and the stock yeah. began trading at $97.50 per share on uh, Wednesday. So just a couple of days ago. I was about ago. to say, I think it was a couple of days ago. Yeah. So, uh, Parshmark price priced its IPO at $42 a share, uh, giving it an initial valuation of more than $3 billion. Yeah, they're out there. So, they started trading at $97.50. The IPO was at $42 a share. Now, that it's currently, if I'm not mistaken, I'll pull it up here just to take a look, but uh, Poshmark uh, stock is actually trading at eighty three dollars and twenty cents, so it's actually down a little bit. Is it from, like two point eight? Uh, well, I don't know the exact percentage. Uh, uh, I thought it showed the down. Percentage. I mean, it's fifteen percent. Okay, but that's so, probably from what? Uh, is that from, from the one Wednesday? Day? Yeah. From okay, Wednesday. so that's from Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. From Wednesday, they're down about fifteen percent. Yeah. Um, they were trading in at ninety seven dollars and eighty one cents. They're now down to eighty three dollars and twenty cents. Um, so the 
I expect this price to drop a little bit more. Yeah. And the interesting part is um, what I've been, I don't, when you decide, if anybody wants to invest in this stock, I would highly recommend it. Um, I actually like Poshmark. I use the platform to sell things. I've sold things on Poshmark myself. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. So I know it's a good platform. I like the setup that they use. I, I enjoy, it's very simple, easy to use. It's a great platform. I think it's the next big thing coming up. But see, Poshmark priced its IPO at $42 a share, and they're trading double that right now. So that Currently, gives me yeah. some indication that it's probably going to dip, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see it get somewhere between $40 and $50 a share. Right. Now, if it gets to that point, I would definitely buy this stock. You know, It's going to be something that's going to go up o- over time, and I would guarantee that you'll see some uh, money in this. Now, I want to always – whenever I talk about stocks, I always say I'm not an expert, right? Right. I'm not any kind of stock expert. Right. I'm not, I'm, You're not I'm, telling these people to go and purchase this and <laughs> you no, know, you pour your life savings. Best, right. deci- best decision. They have right. to do what they feel they're comfortable with. Right. So that's my main thing. Do but it of your own volition. I do have another <laughs> video out. And I think if you look it up in uh, the in our, in our videos feed, uh, it says if you would have purchased these stocks, you would have doubled your money. Yeah. And I and if you those stocks right now, if you look at that video, you can see when I purchased them and what the price is currently today, and you would have more than doubled your money. All right. Right. Some of those stocks are actually up near two hundred percent by the time that I've announced them. So I'm again, I, I want to make it very clear, I'm not some sort of stock guru, guru but i feel like i have a good handle or a grip on some good picks so some make not you- some safe good picks too it's not something <laughs> yes. that's uh like a terrible uh you know it's not a chance and a half it's a company no, that's built some really, stability like it's, it's not an opener right well i feel like it's got it's got a longevity it's a good investment that's just my personal opinion could totally be wrong in three or four months i may be eating my all my words yeah, on they, this one. i mean yeah but so that's just a little bit about stock. Uh, I mean, Poshmark. Um, they make. Uh, let me just put it on here. It says on. I do want to add, and this is a online marketplace, obviously for secondhand goods. That's another thing you can sell. Basically, used clothes, things that you want to get rid of. It's a great right. place for that. These things are. They're definitely growing. Like these type of websites are definitely growing in popularity among consumers, especially because a lot of people. One, with the pandemic, can't go to Goodwill or they're worried. So they can get secondhand goods um, through Poshmark without having to go to a Goodwill or something like that. And So you're going to see, I think, some great growth with this company. And who knows how long this coronavirus is around to stay. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so that's Poshmark. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see what else we got here. The next company I wanted to talk about. Now, this one... <coughs> Excuse me. It's called Roblox. <laughs> now I don't know if you're familiar with Roblox, but <laughs> let's see here. Roblox, if you have a child between the ages of about eight to like eleven, twelve, maybe. I guess on the high side, maybe fifteen. They probably they probably know what it is. They probably know what Roblox is, right? Right. right. Well, Roblox is actually they were scheduled to have a IPO rather soon. Yeah. But it got delayed because they decided to switch the IPO to what is called a direct offer or a direct listing. So to let me explain that for you. The difference between – so an initial public offering and um, 
and there's a initial public offering and a direct listing. Okay, a direct those are two methods for a company to raise capital by listing shares on a public exchange. All right. While many companies choose to do an initial public offering, an IPO, in which new shares are created, underwritten, and sold to the public, some companies choose a direct listing in which no new shares are created and only the existing shares are sold. So if the company says, okay, we have 100 shares worth $1,000 a piece, then that means each share is worth $1,000 a piece. When they do a new IPO, they basically will say, okay, we need to draw up new shares. They say now we have 10,000 shares, but that will alter the price of each stock. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyway, they did a, a, a recent <coughs> – excuse me. Anyway, uh, Roblox did a recent uh, – what do you call it? Rounding uh, – a round of funding, or they tried to raise capital. They raised it at $45 a share. Now, under the direct listing, the New York Stock Exchange will set a reference price for the stock the night before Roblox debuts. So we don't know what that's going to be. But no shares will be traded at that price. In the morning, the market makers will match buyers and sellers to determine the opening price. Right. <coughs> so we don't know. Excuse me. <coughs> so we don't know exactly what time. The uh, or what the <laughs> prices will be sharing for, okay? <laughs> right. All right. So, anyway, that's a little bit on our stock segment. I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and kind of go over what to uh, some upcoming stocks that we'll be talking about and are to keep an eye on. Yeah. Also, go check out that previous video I put out, which uh, says if you would have invested in these stocks, you would have doubled your money. Um, those are great picks as well. Yeah, we could probably have add a that lot to the. Uh, we could probably add that to the video description as well on YouTube. Oh, uh, well, the, I, I will, but I can also add it, it to the end screen of this video. So if you watch the video yeah. all the way to the end, the very last 10 seconds or so, you'll see the end screen, which yeah, will refer that. you to the next video. I, I would, Yeah, that would be nice to give them the convenience of. Exactly. All right. So next up, interesting story. Uh-huh. A man whose parents threw out his porn collection is now suing his parents. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh lord so like did he live with his parents all right i don't know exactly i think he lived with them moves out then they find the collection throw it out and he's saying hold on you guys threw away my property but he's but, looking to be awarded over $75,000 for destroyed property oh, from his own parents. Molded, uh, molded, you want to uh, talk about misguided men this guy's trying to sue his parents for 75 racks. For throwing out his porn collection. I mean, why didn't he just get homeowners? <laughs> homeowners? Or some renter's insurance <laughs> to cover his porn collection if it was that valuable to him. If you have collectibles, in a sense, why would you not insure your collectibles? <laughs> I guess I mean, uh, yeah, it is still pornography regardless. Well, we but don't like, know, but listen. All right, so let's read the story a little <laughs> bit longer, Okay. A Michigan man who sued his parents for throwing out his prized pornography collection is now in line to collect a hefty reimbursement from them. In a ruling handed down on Wednesday by United States District Judge Paul Maloney, should be called Paul Baloney by letting this kid sue his parents. I mean, I guess the law is the law, but this is, I would have been like, this but is his parents. I mean, like, I still don't understand this. 
like I, obviously I grasped the topic, but so he's living with his parents. He moves out. Well, I'm assuming leaves the I property behind. Either. I mean, you're assuming that's what happened. Yeah. So okay, so that's not necessarily accurate to this moment. To this moment. All right. So that well, I'm just saying, if it was that case, regardless, if he's living with his parents, period, is anything really your property? I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean. Wouldn't it be just homeowner's property at that point? I, I don't know. I mean, man. at what point can you say that this is my property, that's theirs, when you live with somebody? Maybe, I, well, let's let's go but, on a little further. Let's yeah, see, let's, let's carry see. on. So the guy, his parents' name is, uh, the parents' names are Beth and Paul Working, W-E-R-K-I-N-G. Beth like, twerking, and Paul Working, no T. <laughs> will have to pay their son, David, who's 42, mind Oh, my Lord. Uh, why did I, like, and I was going to ask you, I was like, please tell me this guy's, like, freshly, like, 22, No, this is a 42-year-old guy. But this is a full-grown-ass man, should be, like, I mean, like, how long, this dude's probably had that porn collection in there since he was freaking 11 years old. I don't think stocking so. Stocking up on the original Some of this stuff Hefner is really Playboy. weird. But, this is but the amount of 75 grand. So here we go. Let's carry on. Because it, it gets a little weirder, all right? So he moves it. Uh, he says he, uh, the ju- excuse me, David Working, who is the son, yeah. won a summary judgment in the case, and he and his parents have until mid-February to file written submissions on the damages. So in his lawsuit, the younger, the younger Working, David, the kid, valued the property at an estimated $25,000. Uh-huh. But his attorney... Miles Greengard bumped it up. <laughs> told the outlet that we have asked the court for treble damages, which we believe are warranted given the wanton destruction of property. So apparently, so, I, I don't, I don't know. So what are you, you Claire and pain and suffering? I guess I'm not exactly you can't sure spank what that it? means. I, I don't know. He's he, like, look, man, well, he I says got an this addiction. Is what it is. It's because the, the this was a collection of often what they reclaimed, uh, claimed as irreplaceable items. I mean, some of them are in a sense because these are like you know, like for instance, if you had a uh, special edition Jenna Jameson Playboy and she's the centerfold or cover. You know, a lot of those uh, magazines may not be available anymore, or you got to find guess, another collector. I mean, he could have had every year from 89 to current, you know what I mean? So some of them are either very hard to find or they're just not out there anymore. Right. Well, it says here that Working actually moved into his parents' home mm-hmm. on the state's eastern shore of Lake Michigan in 2016. Okay, so When he got divorced. 2020 now. So Okay, so he was probably in his er- mid-30s. Yeah. So, after he moved to Muncie, Indiana a few months later, Working discovered he was missing 12 boxes of pornos, films, and magazines. Films and magazines. That's right. Okay. So, So, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of films. I mean, uh... So, Paul... Yeah. The father... Yeah. Apparently said he did confess to destroying... The evidence, uh, destroying the collection. They're probably in his He's garage. He's confessed to destroying the collection in an email, and he said, this is what he tells his son, frankly, David, I did you a big favor by getting rid of all this stuff. And, other, and so that's what he tells his son. And then in some other emails, he goes on to say he told his son he was shocked by many of the scenes that were even in this collection. So which, he watched it. Scenes. I mean, probably titles. It probably Okay, just a, a scene, title. like, okay. <coughs> but, me. you know, like... I mean, this probably was hindering the dude's marriage. 
Oh yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand while he's divorced and like right, you know, like, like it adds up. Like my guy, yeah, no, the story adds, story adds up. But he goes on and says he was shocked by his father was shocked by many scenes in the collection, which claimed it depicted uh, relationships uh, or excuse me, sex with minors, um, animals, sexual assault, and slavery. Wow. So this dude was into some sick shit. Not only was he into some sick shit, he's getting paid for it. But like, I mean. The law so, is the law, like you said, regardless. So the judge obviously has to uphold the law regardless of the content, but can they not countersue or get them for possession of child pornography? No, because it's not real. It's just an adult dressed as a oh, child. Oh, okay. Well, when you said child pornography, like you made no, it sound scenes. like... No, that's what it, they're doing. So you mean, all right, I get it scenes, but it doesn't mean that it's acted or portrayed no, it's as... Just, it's just, no, it's just a, all right, an it, adult I mean, a little clarification a would have been helpful on that topic, but... That makes sense. So he's watching straight, like you said, adults acting like children, furries and stuff like that. Not, I guess. Not actual bestiality. Right. Assuming, because then you could easily be like, well, this dude's watching, like you said, some sick shit. But they're just kinks in a way. But I, I guess, guess I, even women playing children is not a kink that's gross. Well, anyway, his father goes on, sends him a further email that says, the fact that you would buy and watch film depicting such violence is beyond pale. The father wrote, I have no words to express the depth of my shock and dis disappointment. Believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. So, I mean, <coughs> the son... <coughs> Why couldn't he just cop a storage unit? Man? I don't know. The son <laughs> is denying that any of his porn was any like in no illegal content. So he's saying there's nothing illegal there. Um, and a review of the materials by the sheriff's department found no evidence of any like child porn. So it's well, just, if it was destroyed, how would he? Well, they found no evidence. Right. So there's no charges can be brought against him. There's sure. no uh, no evidence of that. And you know, a deed. That's pretty much the case. I mean, it said it did. It, it, the court record showed it included six one thousand six hundred and five individual titles of DVDs and VHS tapes, and at least fifty sex toys and paraphernalia. So, I didn't even know as a male that you could accumulate fifty sex toys. I, yeah, I guess that's true too. <laughs> I mean, interesting I story. I mean, that guy kink. deserves to be. Take out back and caned, in my opinion. I mean, know? it is shady to sue your parents, regardless. I mean, unless, like, there was some real, like, substantial form of a case that you really were owed. But, like, th for destruction of your porn collection, clearly, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to say it for everyone to know. Like, grow up, dude. You're not 13 no more looking at a nudie mag, you know? You're not in your clubhouse sharing a centerfold with your boys. I guess. I mean, it, I'm just saying, like, it's... At, at all, I think at some point in our life, we all just kind of stop buying nudie mags. You just kind of. I've never purchased one. I don't think I, I'm just saying. Like, I don't even know where to purchase. I've owned one. one. You can get them at a gas I've, station. Uh, yeah, well, you can get them almost at any store. You just gotta look. I mean, I think I have seen them on a gas station. Yeah, absolutely, before. but like I'm just saying, like you know, we've I'm sure all of us, production team included, we've all at least owned a nudie mag. You're telling me you ain't never owned a Playboy? Not that I can recall. I know for a fact. When? Oh, you've had new. No, go yes. ahead. Go, go ahead on this one. What do you mean, go ahead? We lived together one time. You are my brother. That was probably your mag. Are you trying to my it mag? I'm me? younger. I'm the younger brother. It was obviously your mag that I copped. I, I literally I got sloppy seconds on the mag. 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it is, um, but I'm just, but all of us have at least probably owned one magazine or some form of. I grew up with the internet, bro. I, I mean, yeah, but I don't see an internet. I don't recall a well, mag. I'm not. If you recall, I've owned, it, I've, it owned must a, I've owned at least three mags. I can think of. And, I mean, I don't think I can't think of it. They're not terrible magazines all the time. No, the Playboys were actually good. The Playboys the sometimes they had some decent articles. Some yeah. be about fishing. They were definitely geared to their audience. You know, yeah, like you know, men. Like yeah. so, there was some good stories in there that were like you know, like I said, fishing stories or just anything in general. Even some of the sales pitches in there were decent. But right, um, regardless of that. But point is though, like dude, you had twelve boxes. And that's not even your entire collection. No, he does twelve moosen. He had sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred what? VHSs and DVDs. Okay, VHSs. Yeah. I thought you were about to tell me boxes. I was like, Jesus, no, this dude needs a warehouse, not a. <laughs> but well, yeah, like, eventually you just like. I mean, that's no long. That's not a hobby, man. No, nah, that's, that's not sick. a hobby. He's sick. He's, yeah, he's you're. you're yeah, that's not a hobby. Nobody can deal with that much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. Well, and that's just good. Joe's on, and it's just weird that he would be able to sue his parents. But that's just—I mean, it's not. But I've, it's not the first time I've heard of somebody suing their parents. I mean, they're literally birthed you, gave, had to provide for you for eighteen years. And no, not eighteen years. <laughs> this so man's forty-two. You get divorced at forty-two. Well, yeah, yeah, he was in his mid-thirties when he got divorced. They're but yeah, willing to take you in. I mean, yeah. Why would you take that into your parents' home? That's why I said, what, why not just get the storage unit? That's crazy. To me. I mean, you get what, what they got the what is it the weatherproof? Is that what they're called? Temperature controlled. Yeah, they probably have those. Yeah, like you can get those and box them up nicely, put them in little little sleeves and stuff, seal the sleeve. That's, you could have kept your magazines nice, screw but it. well, if you haven't got your COVID nineteen vaccine, yep, haven't you said it like head, it's, you said it's like it's pending <laughs> because some people are still waiting. Uh, not everybody can get them if you're trying to get it you know uh, i hear private school teachers are next in line yeah i don't know who's next in line but <laughs> if you haven't got it and you're looking to get one and you like to smoke weed and you're a pothead then i guess <laughs> you're in luck yeah i guess you're in luck because cannabis activists in washington dc are actually going to be giving you a bag of free marijuana to get your COVID vaccine. And they say a bag, but what are we talking? Are we talking a dime, a QP, <laughs> an ounce? Like, what's a bag? <laughs> you didn't specify. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so cannabis activists in Washington, D.C. are planning to offer a free bag of marijuana to those receiving the vaccine for COVID-19. The group DC Marijuana Ju Ju Justice announced this week the free cannabis giveaway dubbed Joints for Jabs. So you probably just got to bring in your proof of vaccination and like your little card that you get and just like, yeah, I got mine. Here's my ID, you know, and they're like, all right, here's no, your little probably, bag. It might be at the same time. So like, so it's like walking out when you donate blood, how they give you an orange, a juice box and a bag of chips or some cookies. Yeah. You just walk out, you get your juice box in a little dime bag. I guess. <laughs> With a little, some zigzags. Yeah. Zigzags. <laughs> give you some roll up. I don't know. But anyway, the free cannabis giveaway Lord. dubbed Joints for Jabs is being arranged to coincide with vaccine clinics expected to <clears throat> open in the nation's capital soon. DCMJ wrote in a press release on Monday, with Joints for Jabs, the DCMJ activists hope to highlight the need for further cannabis policy reform at the national and local level. So this is where we're trying to, <coughs> excuse me, so 
this is where we're going to see a little bit of the cannabis industry starting to really make it known that they're getting in quote unquote bed with the government. They're trying to relax those restrictions. They're trying this is how stuff like this is exactly how Facebook gets involved into the government. Right. Like, you know, or like it's always like a starts off as an industry or some kind of clear cut business. Right. And then you start to cater to the government or you start to And I was gonna put say that that out. it kind of uh it, it's kind of unusual for a place of location. You know, typically they would say that California or Colorado is like the weed capital, but it's weird that it's starting in our nation's capital of right. all places for them to distribute marijuana right. for COVID-related, you know, uh, vaccines, for instance. And it's just, I, I find it unusual to start right. of all locations versus Well, they are, I mean, they elsewhere. are trying to roll it out, and it says here that uh, the... Dozens of home cannabis cultivators will celebrate the occasion by handing out free bags of marijuana outside vaccination centers. So, so they're just going to be posted. They're going to have like a tent basically posted up, and you just come in with your card, or like you said, you get your juice box in your baggie. Yeah, <laughs> you like, pat on the butt. Yeah, yeah like all day. right. Yeah, so appreciate your part. I guess so. They're going to be handing out free bags of weed. Locations and times of the joints for jabs giveaway will be announced after the DCMJ joints has more uh, information about local vaccination sites. We're looking ways to safely celebrate the end of a pandemic. <coughs> Excuse me. And we know nothing brings people together like weed or can't. I mean... The group's co-founder, DCMJ, believes that cannabis should be consumed safely and responsibly, and right. the pandemic has made this incredibly difficult for many adults to share their homegrown cannabis. When enough adults are inoculated with the uh, coronavirus vaccine, it will be time to celebrate. It's not just the end of the pandemic, but the beginning of the end of the cannabis prohibition in the United States. So, so you hear when it says, though, that's the key part, not just the end of the pandemic but the beginning of the end of the cannabis prohibition in the united states right why i repeated that is because that goes back to the previous statement about them trying to get in the government within side. the government like, at, at right. a federal level right. not and just now, local government what does our government say okay we'll do it but this is what you got to give us in return oh yeah they're gonna get there what happens they line their pockets to politicians and then the politicians will start to do what these corporations want to do and you're going to see the same type of stuff through that's where you see with facebook facebook says hey you know well we want to not be regulated by this or we want like i don't i can't really point out a specific thing in my head but there's going to be yeah. a reason that they're saying well let's cater to the government the government says all right we'll put us a little money in our pocket or you know what? I mean, yeah. Facebook could say this: "Hey, we want to be the number one platform. Can you put help us get us out there? Let's figure out a way to censor all these other sites or whatever." You know, Facebook, like Parler, that they yeah, shut whatever. down. And but then they say to uh, Facebook, "Yeah, we'll do it, but um, got to line our pockets." Yeah, you know. And this is just assumptions. This isn't provable or anything, anything like that. But I just found that story to be interesting. So. It is interesting of an and article. And if you think that's not necessarily true, it's an article posted by Forbes. Um, it it does seem a bit far <laughs> far fetched. Like the article and just the idea of it just seems unpractical. But well, like we'll you said, it happens. is a legitimate. It's a legitimate article, thing. and it's a a legitimate campaign, right? So it's kind of interesting. <laughs> joints to see. for jabs. Look it up, guys. Jo joints for jabs. What you know? <laughs> Jeez. But I find it weird though, and I'm just going to backpack on the story a little bit here because when you get your COVID vaccine, even when you complete your second stage, the booster and it, nothing changes for you. You still have to wear a mask in public. You still can't have large gatherings. Like nothing changes other than the fact that you have the vaccine. 
That's the only difference in your life. And that's, that's okay. That's fine that you, you know, you wanted to go out and get your vaccine. That's okay. But you know, they were saying in the article that it's the, uh, you know, people are going to want to get together and celebrate and stuff, but can you really even get together? Well, I know in like Washington they're state, the quote, they're using the quote, they're using the, uh, what do you call it? The end of the pandemic. But now, we're not. You notice they quoted that. But I, but if you notice, a lot of the articles coming out, though, too, also state that we still have at least another year of recovery. Yeah, we'll see. You know, they're saying at well, least a full year. I mean, that's year. part of what they're saying. And I mean, so, who knows? I mean, they don't really... Uh, they don't really care. No, no, no. Obviously, it's advertising and stuff, and they want to say, hey, this is the beginning of an end, and or, you know, this is the end of something. Come out and contribute. Like you said, you know, it uh, caters to the need. But it's just an interesting thing. Like you said, it is a nice little article. Um, So, yeah, if you want to do your part in, pro- uh, I won't say profit necessarily, but, like, you know, gain something else out of it other than the vaccine, I guess a little bag of weed's the way to go. I guess so. I guess so. All right. Not what I expected. So, oh, gosh. I know where this is going. Oh, yeah. Because we're coming up towards the... You know, in matter of fact, uh, I want to see about getting um, getting Harvey on the call here. Uh, looks like... Well, uh, I think he is on the call. No, I um, think it may have dropped. Uh, I'm going to see about getting Harvey back on the call for just a moment here. Okay. Um, shouldn't take me long. But while we're doing that, Jay, why don't you... Uh, go ahead, open up the contents of the Some package. unboxing? Yeah, go do some unboxing here. So it does, and as I guess I'm opening, I'm going to go ahead and kind of read a little bit of it. Um, so just, it does say warning on the back. Uh, you know, don't eat if you're sensitive to spicy foods, which we already know uh, we have some spicy foods. And we, if you're allergic to peppers, you shouldn't have it. Nightshades or capsaicin? I don't even know that word. Capsaicin, I think. It's like Caps- a spice. Caps- uh, yeah, sure. You should not eat it if you're pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children. All right. Keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sense areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficult breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. So that's that. And um, we open her up inside and it's just saying here, uh, do you dare? Go ahead, go head to head with the Reaper. So I guess that's a kind of a little Isn't pun a, here a, on the Carolina the Reaper. Oyster Cult song. Don't fear. Don't the fear Reaper. the Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> let me see that. Um, okay. Let me, let me see that box. Uh, pull the chip out of there. All right. Yeah, I can get the chip here, and it looks like maybe some instructions there to go with it. But yeah. Yeah, here, check it out, out and read the rules out to us while I... All right, so we want to read the rules here? Yeah, so I I can bask in my suffering for a second. All right, so do you dare go head-to-head with the Reaper? Jay, do you dare to go head-to-head with the Reaper? I feel like I don't get a choice at this point anymore. No, you're basically Yeah, like, it's there. And you know what? What were you saying last week? I think, hold on, go, hold on, what, do, what were you saying last week? Hold on, go It's ahead. a great snack. Oh, I think that is what you said, isn't it? I feel hold like. Hit me, hit me with it one more time. It's a great snack. Oh, it's a great snack. All right, we're going to find out how great of a snack this is. All I right? mean, it was a great snack. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to see. But anyway, so it says here how well, long. Let me read the finish reading the rules. Oh, I all right. Read the well, rules. yeah, I'll... it was about the how long thing, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, I'll yeah. break it down in a second here. I'll read the rules. Rules for the challenge. Eat the entire chip. So you gotta eat the entire chip. Yeah, and it's a tortilla chip. It's not like a small little like potato chip. No, you saw the size of the chip last time. It's about the size of this uh, here. uh, 
envelope, whatever oh, you want to call it, it, sleeve. Yeah, we'll pop it open. You'll you got to wait as long as possible for eating eating or drinking anything. Yeah. Typically about five minutes. That's what you think? Yeah. Well, no, 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 let no. me break out the chart for you. So it says, if you can last five minutes, that's featherweight. What? Ten minutes, lightweight. Thirty minutes is middleweight. An hour, heavyweight. And if you can do the hour, I propose you get this uh, little champion banner. But we don't have an hour. <coughs> but I want to say maybe we can do a uh, updated thing if I if I don't you know make if it seems like I can do longer than the five or ten and we're not fin- or we're finished up with the show. I, I might go on and uh, record a uh, update and let you guys know how I'm doing. But that's probably a good idea. We can. Do I like feel a like after like after a after time yeah, and I feel oh, I don't gotta, know if I'm gonna make it to an hour because I've seen quite a few videos Timbo, and uh, somebody will have to uh, fix the uh, back drop for us here. Yeah, it's definitely gonna um, be go ahead something of interest here because this is um, pretty nuts. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right, well. The last rule is, oh, just to post your reaction on social media. So that's definitely well, that's something definitely that something we're gonna do. And um, so they definitely have different flavors of the because the bag chips that we did. Uh huh. So they have like jalapeno tropicale, mucho nacho cheese, zesty salsa verde, then the freaking hot one we had, the honey ghost pepper, and fiery chili limon, as in um, post limon. 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 <laughs> limon. All right. So go ahead, open it up. Open it. Up. I don't. What you, you mean? You don't know what. Like, this don't sound like yeah. a good idea. As a matter of fact, let me see that. It is what a great snack. Let me see that thing. I'm gonna it's a great snack. Here. Yeah. You want your free bag? Come on, a cute No, we already got a oh, free bag. Well, damn, I should have bought this first. I should have got the last bag free. Right. Um, is there a special way? Let me set it? this up. Can Will that encourage you? That's like your. I mean, like, that's your kind drink. of, but I feel like this is not going to be a good time. Oh, I see a little slit here for the. Oh, and that junk is black as the <laughs> night. Oh, man. It's black a great snack. That's racist. Black as the night? No, I was just joking. I mean, like, we don't have something to... I'm trying to, like, barely... I don't want to get too much, like, of the... Oh, man. Like, look, that thing looks charcoal. <laughs> oh, buddy. So, I suppose just, like... Oh, I might as well stack them. Since it's separated. Well, hold on. Get the whole chip out. That is. Are you oh, sure? No, nope, there's no, no don't try. <laughs> he caught us. He tried to. He, I didn't, tried. he didn't catch. I just no, happened to let find. Let me see the rest of the bag. Let me see the there bag. There it is. Let me see that this thing is empty. All right, it's empty. Ooh, that does not look good, son. Go ahead and get a whiff. I got to eat it. You <laughs> might, I got to eat it. You might as well no. take a whiff. No. A whiff. No. I can smell it from here. Yeah, I already smelled it when I opened up that little pouch. Are you sure? Yeah, there's this plenty of This does not sound like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Was oh, this the God. productions team's idea? <laughs> Damn. You don't want to smell it, production, I promise. <laughs> um, sh- gosh, I hate life. All right. This is not a good Tied day. Up. You're going to eat it like a, just an Oreo cookie? I mean, kind of, because I feel like if I just put a little bit in at a time, it's not going to be a good time. So it's not like going to be a great snack. Go, like all in, all at once. I mean, what else am I going to do? The idea of the challenge is to eat the entire chip, not part of the chip. Yeah. It says wait as long as possible. Oh, man. I've seen, when I've seen other videos of this, I've like, seen I'm people I'm kind of shaking already, man. Oh. Like, I fall. Oh, oh God damn. You got to do it, dude. I know. It's a great snack. Segment. <laughs> yeah. Hit him with it, Tim. It's a great snack. Yeah. It's the K2 yeah. podcast. It's a great snack segment. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Ooh, go quick. Hurry. Don't waste no time. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> oh, snap. Anybody got a timer going? Yeah. I'll get a timer going. Ooh, he's not. 
Oh, snap. Do we got a... <laughs> do we have an audio queued up that says it's not a great snack? <laughs> Can you even eat the whole chip? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you laughing for? You ain't even ate it. I know. I don't I can't think I could. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. I just can't help it. Ooh. Really, man. Are you you don't have to eat it all. <laughs> Your eyes are watering. Uh, yeah, I can't get to that. <laughs> Hit him with the sound bite, Tim. It's a great snack. <laughs> Ooh. Your eyes are watering water. It's not a good time. <laughs> it's not? It's not a good time. You got to take a break? No. <laughs> I got to make it at least on the board. Board. What is the board? I think three. Oh, man. All right, you're 60 seconds in. All right, so you're at least a minute in. So if you can make it four minutes, that's five minutes. This is hot. Is it really? <laughs> Have you some? No. <laughs> I'm surprised you ate that much. It's really hot. Really? Yeah. Dang. I, I'm, look, this is weird because I've always seen him eat some really hot shit. So I'm surprised that this has got to you like this. Well, it's, it's a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> oh, man. It's one of the hottest peppers in the hey, world. Look, I got to give it out. I got to give you a shout out. I mean, the shit you do for the show here. I mean, good kudos to you for that one. But I, I can feel a tear. Yeah. Oh, it's it's water. Eyes are watered. Yeah. You need to peel off the coat. Oh, boy. It's shaking a little bit. A little bit of tremors. <laughs> you need a slice of bread? Of course. All right. Something's got to nurse this. Uh, something's got to nurse that. Should I go get you a slice of bread? I mean, I just said, of course. Are you going to be able to talk to the folks? or I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. This is really hot. I'm woozy. I'm lightheaded. Ooh. Hands are tingling. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, can you make it a couple more minutes? I don't know. Because you can't eat. You're technically not supposed to eat or anything. You want to yeah, thug it out? That. Yeah, scrap, scrap it. Scrap it? All right. This is hot. All right. So, we got, I guess, all right. so he's got to go take care of himself here. All right. So he had to scrap it. He's done. And I got to give it to him. I don't think I could have ate that. I don't think I could have ate that. Damn. I was not expecting that. That seems worse than I... I thought it was supposed to be like a fun segment. That did not look too fun. What do you think, Tim? It's brutal. Oh. It did not look good. It did not look good. Hopefully he can recover from that, man. And you know what's crazy? We went to Golden Corral before the show. Because usually before the show, we'll meet up. We'll have a uh, like a dinner, talk about this, the night, what we're going to go with. <sighs> talk about the show i mean we talk about a lot of stuff before dinner and oh man that's tough that's i feel bad for him he had a, he had to go <laughs> he couldn't even do it. he had to exit the show give me the group cam chat to so show, show <laughs> the empty chair i mean I'm without a co-host. <laughs> he had to wrap it up. <laughs> just done. But, um, you know, that's just how the dice go. Harvey 2.0, are you still on the call here? Do we still got you on here, Harvey? Yes. 
He said yes, freaking Harvey 2.0. Harvey, what do you, or, I mean, my co-host has went down the down on the one chip challenge. He's completely out. Do you want to try the one chip challenge, Harvey? I mean, you're artificial intelligence. You're like r- robot parts. I don't even think he can. Can he eat it? I don't even know. Jeez, he man. can eat it. Say again, Harvey. It's a great snack. <laughs> he got him. It's a great snack. Yeah, yeah. See, he's eating those words, ain't he? Oh man. I honestly, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more fun. Like, oh, this is hot. Like, no, this he might have to get medical attention. <laughs> and it says on the back here, seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. Like, that's brutal. But um, I think Harvey, Harvey, don't you got? Oh, is our, our co-host back? Are you back there? No, it's still burning? <laughs> Jeez. All right, so he's made it back to the room. He doesn't need medical assistance, it looks like. Um, no, bread. no bread? I'm out of bread. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. No milk. There should be milk in there. No milk? Oh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. Oh, geez. Well, it's just now 4 minutes and 30 four seconds and he just started drinking so uh it's kind of interesting uh but harvey if i'm not mistaken do you got something queued up for us do you have something queued up for us harvey yes some goodbye music for donald j trump jr (laughs) a send-off song for donald j trump let's hear it harvey what do you got queued up for us so it's this beautiful loser by Bob Seeger. Beautiful loser. Oh gosh, so that's gonna be it for that song. Um I don't think we can play too much of that without getting like a copyright strike. I've totally forgot about that. Um, but Ugh. that's gonna be it for that song. <laughs> you got the milk. I found the milk. Ugh, <laughs> Are man, you I'm all shaking. right? I'm shaking. Is it really that hot? It's that hot. <laughs> really? Because what's interesting is those other chips I thought you said were a million Scovilles. So this is just 1.5. That doesn't seem like a huge. Maybe that angry. whole bag was a million. I have no idea, but this is... <laughs> woo. Oh, man. You brought the whole carton of milk. Absolutely. Please. You're not getting the rest of this. <laughs> you can drink it. I don't... Drink it. Yeah, you Yeah, can absolutely. It. Damn, you're shaking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's got me... I'm fucked up. <laughs> oh, Hit us with man. the horn, Tim. Hit us with the horn? It's a great snack. <laughs> it's a great snack. Yeah, okay. It's not a great snack. <laughs> Yeah. If you want me to, you want my Yelp review? Do not do it. Oh, like I can't stop drinking for only so long before it fires back up. Like it it is not loosening. It is not calming down, cooling nothing. Oh man, Man, we should have caught like a milk popsicle. A milk popsicle. (laughs) uh, Like it's it's bad. Damn, man. I'm sorry, bro. It's the KT Podcast Great Snacks segment. 
I guess. Well, what, next I mean, week we'll try to just have to get something a little di- not hot. I mean, we want hot peanuts. No, I don't. I don't want anything spicy next week. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right. Well, let's find something exotic like a freaking octopus or something. <laughs> Some octopus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's called. I think that's spicy too. No, no. no. What is that called? Uh, what is it called? Like raw octopus or squid or what is it called? Calamari. That's right. Thanks, oh. thanks production. <laughs> that's, uh, oh. Yeah, calamari. That sounds awful. You can get it fried. Some people like it fried. No, I don't it's want really calamari. Chewy, though. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up tonight's show. That'd be great. Thanks for taking the hunt for the team. We're going to have to put the reaction oh, on man, the It's tough. Really? Look, wrap this up. Wow. All right, well, that's going to be it for tonight's show. I appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to be back on next week, so make sure you guys tune in for next week's episode. Uh, that's all I have for you guys uh, this evening. Yep. Um, Jay, thanks a lot. Yeah. I uh, will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to the K2 Podcast.